Here we go. I'll try to stay with us this time, guys. Please. Better. <clears throat> Hello? Hello, welcome to Louisville's Best Podcast. We're back for another episode. We appreciate you tuning in, listening to this one tonight. We have something that is on everyone's mind, and that is conspiracy theories. But before we get to that, let's talk about our own theory of how we're doing. Charlie, how you doing, big guy? I can't complain, Brian. Can't complain. Just working all the time, and yeah, well, you know, when you're in demand like you are, you're in demand. What can I say? Mm-hmm. Tim, I believe yeah. you have a new addition to the family, a new child. Yeah, yeah. Well, here we go. Boom! Cut your eyes. Let, That's awesome. Let me see the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was able to pick that up for Kinsey this week, and uh, I I use. Kinsey in quotes because I know it's it's pretty much for me as well, um, but she's she was excited, brought it over to see uh, our niece, and she was really excited about uh, quote unquote baby Yoda. So uh, will, that, will that be going on your shelf of awesomeness? I don't know. I don't know yet. We'll have to see how it works out. Um, <clears throat> I made the mistake of making the shelves of awesomeness and then realizing I have more stuff that fits than actually fits on there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so. Uh, I'm in a. I'm in the process of being being choosing. Gotcha, John, and the man with the million dollar milkshake. That's right. Uh, I've got it right here in my hand. Um, tell me how you doing. I am doing great. I mean, this thing is this thing's amazing. It, it's like um, it's like the thickest milkshake I've ever had. I mean, it's. I don't even know where my. What, what, let's start with the most important question about it. What, what flavor? Oh, it's chocolate. I, I would I could have gone with vanilla. I like vanilla milkshakes too. Uh, but this one is like, I don't know where they got it. I think they got it down at PRP um, Ice Cream Shop there on um, Greenwood. They have, yeah. they just recently have reopened those places for business. Uh, I, they, they tried to sneak in and be essential there for a while. And when they were open one Saturday, and then the next day went by and they had a big sign out there, we're closed. I guess the health department came by and said, no, you're not essential. You're just ice cream. So yeah. I think they just now in the last few days, the governor has allowed them to reopen in the last few days, and so we're we're all very excited. We're very excited about that. That milkshake is so thick because it's the same ice cream they had four months ago when they thought they were going to reopen. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, just, but, it's horrible. Uh, you know how you know how when it over freezes too hard. Never mind. Yeah, that's what. Well, that's what this is. I mean, that's what the way this, we didn't want to make this show. About. Kinda, sometimes you actually forget to close the freezer all the way, and it kind of melts and then repreezes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it becomes like rock know. hard. It's just rock yeah, hard. Your wife yells at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I know the feeling. Aaron, how are you doing this this week? Uh, I just had to run outside because the windstorm's starting to hit and have taken all the Snoopy flags outside. So that's what I'm doing right now. So mm. how many wow. how many Snoopy flags do you have? I have two. <laughs> just two. Okay, just two. You know, okay. I'm only really crazy. Just two. Well, no, that's not. You said all of them. I just imagine like this UN style flag <laughs> <of> every nation. <laughs> Flag. You've got all like a flag for every Charlie Brown special there is, and then you yeah. know all the characters and everything. Yeah, so. look like look like yeah. the look like a missions conference out there. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got little framed photos of him too. Yeah, I, really I don't know if Tim <laughs> remembers. Do you remember the time we had to take down all the flags at the missions conference and they tied them up there with like um with like um 
three and a half inch cable and it took like five hours to get 20 flags down. Do you remember that? John, I do. <laughs> I remember a lot of things. He's like, I've gone to therapy for that, but yeah, yeah. I remember it. So. Yeah, I just, that just popped in my head. Well, I'm hey, glad Tim, everybody's Tim, doing well. Yes, Tim, why aren't you on church staff anymore? What? what that? <laughs> Aaron, you say that like there's some terrible thing that you heard. <laughs> I mean, other than the fact that I quit. Same reason. Same reason I went to. Same reason I went into school work there, Aaron. <laughs> Just <laughs> you can only do that so long, we're man. Gonna, we're gonna we're gonna have to talk about that on another podcast. Uh, anyways, that's a rough job, so bro. Our, yeah, our our topic tonight, man, this is tough driving this boat. Uh, our topic tonight is conspiracy theories. Uh, right now, of course, we've heard everything from we're all already, uh, or the chips are on the way, which is just a matter of time before we get them, to uh, one world currency, to Bill Gates apparently owns the world, um, but whatever it might be. Oh, that's right, that's right, yeah. And, and I read today where raccoons have started uh, riding feral pigs to fight possums. So, all that. Again, really? We're, we're, in a, we're in a unique time, yeah, it's a pretty unique time, so... What we thought we'd do tonight is just talk about what our favorite uh, conspiracy theories are, um, and I thought when, what I'll do is I'll kick it off, and then uh, whoever wants to go after that can, but uh, one of my favorite uh, conspiracy theories is one that I uh, helped start when I was at Humana, and it was that we are all already chipped. Um, we've all been chipped for years, and that is because we get the flu shot. Um, the flu shot is the only shot that is good for both children all the way through to senior adults. Um, it is also one that's given every year. And so what somebody, I would tell people that every year you're getting an update to the software, um, that's in the chip that's inside of you. That's why you have to have a flu shot every year. And that's why they recommend one for everybody. So, uh, feel free to spread that one around. Um, it's, you know, if it catches on like COVID, so uh, be, I have a question. Great. Sure. My wife is allergic to flu shots. Yeah. Is she just allergic to the software? Pretty much. She, yes. <laughs> Charlie's allergic to the software. I John's a deep thought on his. So no, Aaron, I, was, I was trying to find, it. I was finding the story about the raccoon <laughs> riding the boar, and it's it's right here. <laughs> Look at that. We know. We, we, yeah. Look at that picture. Yeah, he's riding. Yeah. I mean, he riding the battle. Oh, Brian, yeah. on a scale of one to ten. <laughs> yes. How much do you believe this theory? Oh, uh, zero. But it was apparently, okay. um, apparently, did catch on when I was at Humana enough to where I got called into a few uh, uh, VP offices and told to cease talking about it. So then it kind of added a little bit more. Um, street cred <laughs> to it, if you will. So it was kind of interesting. They were all like. Right. They were like, you really need to stop. Shut people are getting worried about getting flu shots, and you know we're an insurance company. We get billed. We make money when people get flu shots. So, um, and I'm like, I can't help it if I'm exposing the truth here. But uh, you know, uh, it's just my duty. But there was that other guy standing over in the corner that you never did quite, you know, get a good look at his face, and you really can't remember yeah, what his kind name of the was. Dark shadow. Yeah, like, you know, he had a yeah. you wonder why he was able to smoke in the building. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that guy. The rules don't apply to him. So, all right, who's up? I'll go next. Go ahead, Charlie. My, I have a lot of favorite conspiracy theories. But this is the most fun one. Um, so, those of us that are at a certain age remember when the Ultimate Warrior was in the WWF the first time. 
then he left and he came back, but he looked a little bit different. He had he wasn't quite as muscular and his hair was blonde. So the theory was that the original Ultimate Warrior died and they replaced him with a different Ultimate Warrior. Now of course the Ultimate Warrior has passed on since then, but that was always the thing like I remember and even in like wrestling magazines as I would get those every once in a while. Like is is this the real ultimate is basically like Paul is dead from the Beatles, but this time it was Ultimate Warrior. Well, he dyed his hair blonde, that's why it was blonde, and he stopped using as much steroids as it was causing negative health effects. But it was always oh and it's still on the internet now. It's like, no, that that real ultimate warrior died years ago, man. This was just a different one. It's totally different, dude. You can tell by the way he looks different. And it's just you know, people need to have something to focus on and Sometimes conspiracy theories can be fun, like when Brian tells an entire company that they're being shipped, <laughs> or that the Ultimate Warrior has passed on and he was replaced by a different Ultimate Warrior. But it's fine. Either that or talk about JFK stuff, right? <clears throat> oh, yeah, exactly. don't get us started on that, Charlie. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you believe your Ultimate Warrior conspiracy theory? Zero. Oh man, ten or two. <laughs> All right, John, what do you got? I one of my favorite one right now is about the um, Kentucky Goblins of Heller, Kentucky. That is that is my that is one of my favorite ones that what? I am really big into right now. I I I love this stuff. I mean I, I mean like all the UFO things. And there's this conspiracy theory that under that Mammoth Cave that uh, Mammoth Cave is not just in the area of Mammoth Cave National Park that it actually has tunnels and things of that nature that run all the way up over into the Appalachian Mountain Ranges and that, that there are these underground uh, beings that come from the center of the earth or they come from another dimension deep underground and they and they haunt the mountains of southeastern Kentucky down around this, this small town called Heller, Kentucky. And people have seen these like four foot tall aliens, but they've got big ears and you know eyes that look like aliens. But they but they're real short. They're like three feet tall and they got three three pronged feet. And um, same thing had happened in Hopkinsville, Kentucky, in the nineteen fifties. Yeah, sort of like a baby Yoda there. Uh, had happened in the nineteen fifties, which is where the Kentucky Goblins term comes from. And I mean, they even had police reports and everything on that one. John, isn't that the one where they actually had a, uh, a Air Force plane crash trying to chase one down or something like that? They had a, according to the reports, they had had this family had seen or heard a what they thought of as a UFO crash somewhere on their property, and then later that night, these five or six beings came up and was like scratching on the windows, and they actually like shot fired shotguns at them and all types of things like that. Yeah, and. The theory belongs to like th- that these creatures belong into the same dimensional ideal of like Bigfoot. That these creatures are coming from underground. That UFOs are not interplanetary, but they're interdimensional. So, I mean, I- I've been really reading a ton about that. At- laying down here at night on the couch, uh, reading internet about the Kentucky goblins and all those type of things. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. It's a- it's a really deep rabbit hole to go down that type of stuff. Does. Does that mammoth cave stuff have to do with the hollow earth theory that the earth is hollow and all that, or is that something different? They, they, it never mentions anything about hollow earth and the mammoth cave theory, but the mammoth cave thing is is that it's a vast uh, 
connection of tunnels that runs all the way from here in Kentucky all the way up into the Appalachian Mountains up into like western Pennsylvania and you just have to know how to make the connection and that's why you see all these like cryptids like Bigfoots and other crypto type of uh, creatures and they're just popping out because somebody has put together this idea that well every time you see one there's a cave or there's an old mine shaft so they must be coming out of these caves and mine shafts and that's 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 a really cool one. I mean, it's it's light. It's not it's not anything a government exp- you know. It doesn't have any deep dark government that I've been able to read conspiracy or anything like that. It's just a really good uh, what I would consider to be a really good ghost story type of conspiracy, which is which is kind of cool. I mean, considering some of the crap you see rolling around nowadays, especially with this COVID thing going on. So that's my favorite right now. That's that's the one I'm reading on at the moment. John, I. My favorite one is, and I'm going to like bring it up and then probably like turn it back over to you, is what Charlie kind of referenced is the, I love the, I've read several articles about the Paul, uh, mm. Paul died and yeah. the Beatles and was replaced. Uh, and, you know, I, I read like this whole chart about comparing the new Paul versus the old Paul and how you can see all the differences. Yeah. I can remember my mom telling stories about when she was younger and those albums were coming out and it was all the rage, you know, is he really dead and, and different things like that. And, you know, you've seen that with other celebrities. Uh, I know more recently they had one with Avril Lavigne that supposedly she was, she was killed and replaced by a clone as well. So it, it's funny to see uh, kind of that, that replacement conspiracy theory that Charlie had that with the ultimate warrior. And it, it's just some people latch onto it and they cannot be, they just cannot be shaken from that that belief. Yeah. That, uh, that, and so I know that you're the Beatles guy, so you you probably know a whole lot about. Well, those. yeah, that's that's a that's a real interesting one because they played into it. I mean, it wasn't just something that was brought up and they they attempted to deny. They actually let that play up. I mean, the story goes allegedly goes is what happened was is that Paul McCartney had a friend who had borrowed his car and had wrecked it and. When he wrecked the car, I don't, I don't, I don't, the way the story reads is that this friend of his didn't die, but somebody got a hold of it was Paul McCartney. His car was wrecked, so a one of the, somebody in the management team called Paul at home, called his home, and Paul McCartney answers the phone, and the guy's like, "Hey, Paul, I mean, there's there's a report that you just died in a car wreck. You know that you wrecked your car and you died in it." And he was like, "No, I, I didn't. I'm fine. Everybody's fine." And then he was like, "They're like, well, we need to get out in front and tell." Him. He's like, "No, wait, let's 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 wait on this. Let's let's talk about this." And that's where and they played into that ideal of Paul is dead throughout several of their albums. I mean, starting with um, uh, Sergeant Pepper, and then especially you really see it gear up in um, like a Magical Mystery Tour. There's a lot of stuff in there about Paul is dead in there. Um, <clears throat> Strawberry Fields Forever. Interesting one because I, I was listening to a podcast and the guy had done a whole book on this subject. And there's a place in at the beginning of Strawberry Fields where you can hear Morris Code and it did, 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 and it, it pounds out something. And he said, "This is what he said." It's it's just me listening to the podcast. He said that what that would spell out is a phone number. And back in the 60s, if you called the phone number, said you would call it, and then there would be a recording on their side that said, and it would say, you are one step closer to the truth. And then it would hang up. So it was just this big, big ploy, you know, big marketing scheme that that they never really played into. Later on, Paul McCartney kind of got tired of it 
because everybody's like, oh, it's it's the fake Paul McCartney. It's fake Paul McCartney. He's like, no, it's it's really me. That was all for you know, it was all for giggles. Because uh, one of his albums is actually called Paul is Live or Paul Paul's Alive or Paul is Live, I think is what it is. And that was a yeah, and that was a kickback to that idea that he had died. And I mean, the Black Walrus was a symbol of death. Uh, him not having any shoes on Abbey Road was the way you would bury a corpse. So it was this big thing. One of my favorite music ones, though, is is the whole story of Jim Morrison. I mean, that's that's a big conspiracy in and of itself, that he really die there in Paris, or did he just check out and go on, and somebody else is buried in his in his um, plot yeah. there in, in Paris. That's that's one of my, that's another one of my favorite. Uh, we could talk about that type of stuff all day. I love that. I love that music Aaron, stuff. Aaron, what about you? I know you, uh, you tried to jump in earlier. Well, one thing that's a little related to the Beatles, you ever heard of that guy on the internet that claims that he fell into an alternate dimension where the <laughs> The Beatles are still alive and still around, and he brought back this cassette tape of all this new music that he claimed was Beatles stuff. It was on the internet about uh-uh. 10, 15 years ago. It was making the rounds that he had found, you know, this, these new Beatles records from this alternate dimension. All this crazy stuff, you know, crazy internet stuff. I haven't heard that one. Uh, the one conspiracy theory I keep seeing is about the five G towers, <laughs> about how they're killing people, how they've you know, caused Corona and done this and that and whatever. And those get pretty crazy. Uh, that's, that seems to be the favorite right now. Well, before the Corona virus really broke out, it was all about the 5G towers. So see a lot about those. No, no, no real specific theory. It just, just a lot of, that seems to be the go-to. Charlie, you, you work at a, at a psychiatric hospital. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think, uh, why do you think people latch on to such elaborate, or not not really elaborate, but just whimsical almost at time uh, conspiracy theories, and they just can't be shaken from that? I think it's it's. I think partially it's entertainment. I think like for us particularly, we're talking about these conspiracy theories that we find entertaining. Don't necessarily believe that they're real, but I think that for everyone that is interested in any type of conspiracy theory, I think part of it is the entertainment value. Uh, I think other people like to hold on to a belief that we've been lied to uh, because it makes them feel more inferior, or I'm sorry, more superior, that they know something that no one else believes and they're more... And I'm not saying that in a negative way. I think people like to be in the know. They like to know things other people don't know. They like to be aware when everyone else is blind. Uh, I think a lot of times it's it comes from a place of, and as someone that, you know, at one point in my life I did believe a lot of the conspiracy theories, and, and what really turned me around was Alex Jones and the, the, the turn in the frogs game. That's what really like made me like, no, this isn't, none of this is real. Uh, but at one point in my life I did think, oh, a lot of this stuff's real, and I don't want to get into it because a lot of it's stupid stuff. But it, for me it was okay. Well. Yeah, that totally makes sense because the government has lied to us, and they have. Uh, however, I think some of the things that people say are just, and uh, I'm not calling you out, but it's kind of like what Brian did at work. It was fun to do, but then the ball got rolling, and it became more and more popular and believed because it is believable. You know, it is believe. I mean, the government has in the past given viruses to people to see how they'd react to them and claim that they were they were you know uh, uh, cures for something. Uh, I think that that's why we like to, as a society, kind of 
gather around a certain conspiracy theory because we would like to know something that no one else does. And that's just yeah. my conspiracy theory on it. Well, I heard, uh, <laughs> I heard one guy explain it. He was talking about 9-11 conspiracies. <clears throat> and he said that the reason why we have to have a conspiracy is that there is a group of people in the world that simply can't accept that the real world is as violent and as bad as what it really is. So there has to be something else more extravagant involved with, there's no way that just four guys would have knocked down two buildings like that just out of pure sense of being evil. There had to be some larger conspiracy around that so that they can keep this idea that the, that the, that society in itself would never stoop to that. It had to be a giant government, the big government conspiracy that did it. Now, regardless of whether or not you think it was or not, the fact is, I mean, that's that was his opinion on that. And I, I don't think that's a pretty sound opinion, is people just don't want to, a lot of times in my view, it's just you don't want to accept reality for what it is. You have to have something fantastical so that you don't think that people are as bad or as horrible as as what they what they really are i mean that's that's i mean that goes all the way back to like conspiracy theories that went on during after world war ii that or even to this day that there's no such thing as the holocaust it was all made up well that's because you have a certain subset sect of people that just cannot accept the fact that the nazis were that evil i mean that they were just horrible evil people who did kill six million jews and that's 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 just another one of those theories, like Charlie said. I mean, it's a theory that's out there and one that I kind of accept. Uh, some of the other crazy ones, you know, the anti-vaxxers, the flat earthers. Um, I some love of the flat really, Earth. Yeah. <laughs> so, some of the really bizarre ones are the ones that say Australia is fake or Finland doesn't exist or birds aren't real. You know, all those <laughs> are real some of my favorites. Birds yeah. are, uh, are cameras. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Surveillance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's there's some crazy ones. I like I like the uh, you know the flat earthers, the explanations they come up with, like how do plane flights work and all that, all, all those stuff and time zones and all that. It's it's fascinating reading how they explain away everything. I had an eighth grader this year who was a was a legitimate flat earther. I mean, me and him would just it was just every day he'd be like, you know why Gettysburg was won by the North, right? And I'm like, why? Because the Earth's flat. <laughs> Okay, dude, shut up. It's not. Y'all do, Mr. Manley. I promise you, Earth's flat. I saw I like it. The moon landing. I like the moon landing theories as well. There's some pretty good ones there. Now that's uh, my favorite. One, my favorite one on that is that it was directed by Stanley Kubrick, but he's such a perfectionist they actually did have to fly to the moon to film it there. <laughs> right. I personally like the um, ones, and I, I can't remember what they call him. It's like Captain. It's not Captain Kirk. It's uh, anyway, you hear him, he comes up on a conspiratory podcast every once in a while, but he was a, a member of a, a military force that was on the Mars, uh, was on Mars at the, at the Mars base, and it was like this UN for alien species or something. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's so way out there. Like, Space Force has existed since the 1950s, and, you know, we got basically like Battlestar Galactica-sized ships out there floating around in space and, and stuff like that. And all the stuff about like the reptilians and the Nordics and all that stuff is just, it's way out there, but it's so cool. I mean, I love I love all that conspiracy theory stuff. 
Carla hates it. Carla will not listen or watch anything with conspiracy theory in it. She's like, that's just one rabbit hole I do not want to fall down. Brian, have you started any other conspiracy theories? <laughs> no, I have not. You need I to... feel like that was my crowning achievement, and I'm just going to stop right there at that one. So, We started one at school one time that there was a pool across the hallway, and the kids actually believed us because they were up there mopping the floors with bleach. <clears throat> they said, what's that smell? It's like it's the pool. And like two or three teachers got it going, and literally it went all year that there was an Olympic-sized pool down the other hallway. That was one of the better ones that we that we had. I think that's the funny or the amazing part about all of this is how it can be something as simple, you know, so simple as hey, we have a pool across the hallway to hey, we're getting microchipped to the Earth is flat, and yet no matter how ridiculous you make something sound, there still tends to be that small group of the population that will believe anything that they hear and run with it. Oh and yeah, they definitely. will believe it to to the end, regardless of like. And again, no matter how much proof you show them, it, you still can't convince them because they've been lied to before. So. Well, and it shows just I, how, I like you said, it just shows how fun and how absolutely dangerous this stuff can be. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it wouldn't take, in, in, in my setting especially, when you're talking about 6th grade through 8th grade, and we would never do this because we, we as middle school teachers up there feel like we have a moral responsibility to do what's right. But how easy it would be to uh, uh, motivate them Oh my gosh! I'm trying not to sneeze. I thought I had a big sneeze. I'm done. Okay, COVID. There it is. the I, Rona. No, the, Rona. the sneezing's not part of it. The Rona. But anyways, how easy it would be to manipulate somebody into believing something? Like, I mean, like the pool, you know, the the swimming pool thing. And we were talking about it one day in eighth grade, and I don't, I don't, I don't talk about these subjects in sixth and seventh. But I was like, well, what if all of this is just a matrix, and you just were activated six minutes ago when this class started. You're like, no, because I can remember being a, I can remember being a, a, you know, a little kid. I was like, no, 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 no. That's that's a programmed memory. They they gave you depth of memory. Stop it. That's that's not. And by, you know, by the end of the conversation, you're like, really? I'm, I'm not. We're good. I mean, don't don't. Uh, but you know that's the type of stuff you can do. I mean, we were talking, we were talking about uh, media and news manipulation and all those type of things, and how easy it is to make people believe something if you just say it over and over and over again. I wasn't just trying to hypnotize the kids into believing they were only six minutes old. But I mean, that's that's how these type of conspiracies can get started. They're very easy. People are very gullible and very easy to manipulate. Mm-hmm. Especially when there seems to be just at least an ounce of truth or something to make you pause for a moment, and be like, hmm. That kind of makes some sense there. I mean, I've got my I got my own whole belief theory about this whole COVID thing. I mean, you know, I just I just right. I, which I won't go into here, but I mean, I just it, it's just it, it's all this type of stuff. And and they have our society or our government or whoever the case may be has allowed everybody to get to the point where they're like, oh yeah, killer virus. In the same year we have killer hornets. What else is there to worry about? And, and that's a problem is because when you get people to that point, when you haven't told the truth enough in, in your society, like our, our government hasn't, then that's when you have people that do that. Because now you get you got people that are just like, no, I ain't listening to you because you're lying. You want to chip us all. You, you, you want to keep me in my house because you want to take away my fr- you know, and those type things. And they're like, no, no, really. There's a virus. No, yeah, I bet there's a virus. Uh-huh. I bet there is. It, and, and, but, they, but they have over the years, they have manifested that. I don't. I don't mean to go on a Rush Limbaugh rant here, but it's just 
Let's if continue. you want to know why we're talking about Rush Limbaugh, listen to our other podcast. <laughs> Which uh, may or may not make it. Yeah. Tim, talked to, um, Tim talked about Rush Limbaugh for 25 minutes on the last podcast. We just couldn't hear him. Yeah, he loves him. It, it, that, that's only for the Patreon members, even though we don't have Patreon. But I think that'll wrap it up for this episode. Uh, again, check us out on, the, on your favorite place to download podcasts. Listen to it, download, share it, tell your friends. Heck, get a Louisville's Best Tattoo, and uh, we'll give you a free Patreon subscription. Hey. <laughs> There's we'll catch a, you. There, We're gonna catch uh, you on the flip side. Here's a place here in Shepherdsville. They'll print whatever symbol you want on a mask to wear. I thought about getting us some Louisville's best. Oh, oh man, do it. Get them. I'd wear it. Next level. I would there wear it. I am sorry, Officer Brent. My favorite conspiracy is that Polly Shore is dead. <laughs> Along with Carrot Top. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>